Hey, Jake. What? What does corn say when it's frustrated? I don't know. What? Aw, shucks. <laughs>Hello, everybody, and welcome to Engage, a family gaming podcast. This is episode 153, and I am your host, Stephen Dutzman, as always. This is the official video game and board game podcast for EngageFamilyGaming.com. That's a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give parents and families the information they need to get their family game on. This week, it's me and Linda, our board game editor, and we're talking about our holiday gift guide specifically for the board games. If you'll recall, last week I was all by my lonesome talking about all the video games, of which there are many. Our board game list is smaller, but it is mighty um, because it includes some really good stuff. Um, So we're going to go over some of those suggestions and talk about them. How does that sound, Linda? That sounds wonderful. And how have you been? It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's been a little bit. It's been pretty crazy around here. I know. Well, you're basically rebuilding your house without knocking it down. <laughs> Only about a third of it, but yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been there. I've seen it. You're You've basically seen the rebuilding the house. Um <laughs> It's and it's only getting crazier. It's only getting crazier. Oh yeah, we're scheduling deliveries now. It's yep. getting getting real. It's getting real. As long as it's done by February twenty second, that's all that matters to me. Let's hoping they're still saying December. Fingers crossed. I don't. I mean, I don't believe anybody on release dates. I mean, they may as well be. <laughs> you know, like whatever. Um, but I, uh, I, I as long as it's done by February twenty second, so me and John and James can all pile into your game room and play Anthem for an entire weekend. That's all that really matters. Um, we'll make it work. Because spoilers, we're gonna. Pi- I don't know if John told you. <laughs> yes. We're gonna pile into your house for that weekend and play Anthem for I think thirty six hours straight. We might eat a pizza or two. We we can or get a that lot of them. Maybe a it lot of pizzas. Um, <laughs> and you're gonna look and be like, "You guys are dorks." Um, and the answer is, yeah, pretty yes. much. So uh, before we get too much farther, I would like to take a moment to thank everybody for listening. Uh, We hope the games you've been playing have been great. Um, We do want to make our podcast more interactive, so please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, um, at and you can do that at engagefamilygaming.com slash Facebook, or facebook.com slash engagefamilygaming. We're funny like that. And either I or our new community manager will respond to you and uh, throw the feedback into the mix for the podcast. Yes, we do have a community manager. His name is Jeff. He's been doing a great job. Um, Most of his work you'll find in our community page, which you can find at facebook.com or no what is it it's uh the best way to find it is to go to engagefamilygaming.com slash community join the group lots of lively discussions every day talking about the games we're playing the games we might be playing etc etc um so and yeah this hasn't jeff been doing a great job he's been doing great just really getting everybody engaged he's definitely getting everybody excited getting people talking about stuff it's getting close to the holidays um it's almost Red Dead Redemption Day, which is not super important for families, but man, it's the biggest game of the year. So uh, the whole video game world is shut- shutting down. But fortunately, the board game world is not because this because the other thing we're going to talk about, at least briefly, is Essen Spiel, which is Essen. It's the it's probably the biggest board game convention in the world, and it takes place in get this, Essen, Germany. Um, why don't we get that out of the way right now? Because we're really not going to talk too much about what's going on. Um, it's in Essen, Germany. It's huge. 
everyone that that I know that is that has a board game coming out soon is there. And um, there are thousands of games being demoed, debuted, etc. There, unfortunately, we have very little idea how many of them are going to come over to uh, to us in English. So our plan that was, uh, and and I like I would like to pretend that this was a plan that was devised with many hours of careful deliberation <laughs> by Linda and myself. But what our plan is now is to uh, next episode. Linda, myself, and my guess is Rob will also be here because he'll be done with his little vacation. Um, and we will talk about some of the games that have come out of Essen. Um, specifically, games that we know are coming to the United States that will actually be in English. Uh, I hear rumors that that will be good. Um, but before we do anything else, Linda, have you played any board games recently? I have played a few things. Um, we had game day, a game day, uh, Columbus Day weekend, so not that long ago. Yep. And so I got to finally get Visitor in Blackwood Grove to the table Ooh. and try that out. And how was that? That was interesting. It was, um, it's a deduction game, so you're trying to figure out the rule um, to pass through the force field. So it was very much a learning experience of how to give good clues and how not I shouldn't say good clues. How to um, kind of make determinations on what was going to fit the rule, what was going to break the rule. Um, so it was a had some more challenging elements than I was anticipating because of you could inference things. Okay. Um, so for example, one of the the rules could be it's made of has metal in it. Okay. One of the fo- pictures is a ladder, a wooden ladder. Does it have metal in it? I mean, you could maybe? argue. You, you could argue either way. So that was one of the discussion points of the group that we, we were playing is that some of these things are judgment calls and it's how you interpret it. And you could argue some things different ways. So it, it had an interesting layer to it that I wasn't anticipating, but I'm hoping to get my review written of that uh, in the near future. So that can be um, something that's put out into the world. I mean, yeah, that yeah. that feels like the um, it feels like the wrong group could really make that a complicated game to play. Yes, that was actually a one of our discussion points, and I'm definitely going to make sure I incorporate that into the actual review because somebody that is going to be very particular and maybe have hurt feelings if your interpretation does not match theirs may not be a good fit for that game. But if everyone's just kind of rolling with it and if you know I interpret it differently than you do and we just agree that we just interpreted it differently and move on, then it's not a problem. So it was an interesting perception on that. Yeah, I mean, so I actually watched you play some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I, I, admittedly, I was in, I, I was uh, playing some other stuff. Um, it looked, it, it, I, it looked cool. It looked cool. Um, and this is a game. This was already on Kickstarter, right? Yes, this is funded. This is out for publication, um, readily available. Awesome. <clears throat> um, okay. So I can't remember. What did I play that day? So I actually was looking back at Instagram because it's only been, what, like two weeks and it feels like an eternity. Yeah. Um, we played uh, Castles of Calladale. We played. I, did. I played that uh, and I was very bad at it. 
that was that wasn't that was fun. We both um, got our butts handed to us by Amy. Yes, she definitely powered. She games handed, that. yeah, she handed our asses to us. It was bad. It was bad, guys. Um. So what else? And what else did we play? We played takeout. We did, which was the, the um building the different food sets. Yep, the card game. The card game. Um, you facilitated the the older boys with Kaiju Crush. I did. I did. Yep. I did get the boys to play Kaiju Crush, and what the I think my favorite part about it is so the bo- the the uh, Isaac and Jake yes got it out and started playing it. Jake really wasn't interested in the beginning. Like uh, he wanted to play something else, but Isaac was like, "No, this was my a birthday present a while ago, and I haven't gotten to play it yet." And I was like, dude, let's just play it. And Evan wasn't interested at all. And while explaining it, like every other kid in the building just decided they wanted to play. Right. It's like as we understood that the game was not as complicated as it looked. Because that game looks harder than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, the <clears throat> it once they all realized how how easy it was, was going to be to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I mean, everybody, just everybody came out of the woodwork trying to get a hold of that game. Um, I thought it was kind of neat. I, I love the way it was set up and, you know, making movements mm-hmm. to, and take you know, controlling territory, etc. Um, and who doesn't like playing giant monsters? It's true. Especially what nine to 12 year old boy does not like. <laughs> or Boy-y. girl. I think we might've had girl. a, oh, that's right. We, we added a girl. We had a girl in that group. We did have a girl in the group trying to play. Um, so that was Kaiju Crush, man. There was a lot of cool stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that was Columbus Day. And you're right. It feels like that was a million years ago. It really does feel like. It really does. It feels like it. It feels like it was last year, and it was two weeks. Oh, I don't even know what to do with myself. Um, I truthfully have not gotten a lot of other board games to the table um, because of you know, various other things, but I am back to work now. Um, and believe it or not, I think that means that I will have more time to do things. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but that's that's my life right now. So I, Yeah, I completely get that. That's my summer vacation. Yeah. I get it. You schedule a dozen things and you get to like the first two. Yeah, because invariably some shenanigans happens. Exactly. But, um, so... We hope that you guys are playing some cool games too. So by all means, when this gets shared into the Facebook community, please let us know some of the games you've been playing. Tell us what we're missing out on. Although uh, Lynn and I both uh, realized a few minutes before we started recording that both of us have Fireball Island coming our way very soon. And that's yes, a next giant, month. Yeah, within <laughs> within the next month. And I have a, a Robin Hood game coming in the next month. So I, mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks, actually. So I'm oh. fairly excited about that. So you should be looking for pictures and, and whatnot on the Instagrams. So holiday time. It's time. It's coming quick. It is coming quick. Um, and we wanted to, um, you know, I did the list of video games. In fact, I mm-hmm. did several lists of video games. Um, and we wanted to kind of go through some of the games that we reviewed over the last handful of years and, uh, or not, and, you know, make some recommendations as far as what would be a good gift. So, um, and specifically Linda did this. I say we, because ultimately I'm involved, but it really was her work. 
Um, I did the video games. She did the board games. That's kind of how we do things. So, Linda, why don't you kick us off? What is your number one recommendation? Oh, my goodness. Um, my number one, I'm going to start with one. The, my personal favorite. So of this whole list, my absolute personal favorite is photosynthesis. Um, that is one that um, is all about the tree life cycle, which that by itself doesn't necessarily seem super exciting, but it's just it's a gorgeous game it's very relaxing it goes through rounds where you physically are moving the sun around the board and then looking at where the shadows would be cast and it it's just a really just i really enjoy it it's, it's my favorite game that i have played this year and you know it's just one that i i think anyone that enjoys just a relaxing you know game you can sit down with you know a group of two to four people. It's just, it's a great fit. Yeah. I mean, I, I think also, and again, to reiterate some points that you've made and, and, and are made, it's a beautiful game. My God, it is so good to look at. It's so fun. To, you know what I mean? Um, just the way that they, it's just the, the sun moving around the board and everything. It's just super neat to look at and to really kind of think about how it works. Um, which is something that you don't really get that with a lot of board games. You know, um, right. And so, the fact that the trees are three dimensional and oh, yeah. they like the production on it is so it's so beautiful. It's so nicely done. And the price of the point of the game is not crazy. It's not a $60 game. It's like a $30 game, maybe um, 40 if it's full okay. price. Well, because so because I have the power of the Internet. <laughs> um, let's not even let's not even maybe this let's. Let's take a look. On the Amazons right now, it is $30.20. That is basically robbery. Right. For the production value on this, it is yeah, it is robbery. such a good deal. How about this? Um, it is cheaper on Amazon right now than Pandemic. Just throwing that out. Just throwing it out there. Um, there is a uh, promo Christmas tree that is out there. Just throwing it out there as something that people might want to think about. Maybe get that and get a, a Christmas tree because it's, you know, mm. thematically appropriate, um, but not required. So um, I want to talk about a game, um, and I want to talk about one that I think will find should find its way into um, a lot of uh, Christmas piles, and that is Funky Chicken. Mm. Okay. Um, funky Chicken... <laughs> is an awesome way like i just love the idea of like christmas morning everybody comes down they open their presents you know you do the thing you have a little breakfast and then you just play funky chicken for the rest of the day because it's <laughs> because it's fun it's goofy it's great for you know like small gatherings right like maybe you go to somebody's mm -hmm. house on, you know it's christmas afternoon or maybe the day after or christmas eve that kind of thing this is a great gift for like christmas eve um, it is also smaller, so for those who perhaps give multiple gifts over, I don't know, like multiple days, you know, <laughs> like this is perfect because it's nice and small, it's simple, it's super inexpensive. We're talking like under $15. Let me get the specifics. Um, but Funky Chicken from North Star Games is a, I, I, I mean, this is, it's a no-brainer. All right, so it's. It's seventeen ninety nine. Really not bad. Um, yeah. You know, so under $20. Um, I don't know why 
it is showing that the retail price is $202. I think that's a mistake. Um, but it's $17.99. Um, it's it, the, the case for the game. So it's a bunch of really well-made, um, you know, coded cardboard cards. The actual box slash bag for the game is a chicken with sunglasses. It's so cute. <laughs> that is my selling point for this game. Um, super inexpensive. Super accessible. Everybody can do it. Just, you know, great way to just mess around and have fun. It will put a smile on your face. Period. The end. Full stop. Linda has seen this. And I have video evidence. Um, I do? think it's on Instagram um, that we have. We put the video up. Yeah. And I think we're, uh, we're, we've been trying to figure out how to get it to put it on the uh, on the YouTubes. But what are you going to do? Okay. All right. Figure so, out technology. Yeah. Technology is weird. <laughs> So, <laughs> technology is a thing. Yeah, technology is a thing. So what else you got, Linda? What else? I think I need to talk next. Where to go? Go Nuts for Donuts. Okay. That's um, a game right joint. That is a game right game. Um, I have two different game right games on this list because game right is awesome and they put out some great family games. Um, but Go Nuts for Donuts is a fat favorite right now with the family because it is – uh, a nice simple game it is listed eight and up but it is absolutely scale scales down we've got the six-year-old playing it he just needs help with some of the reading um so this game is basically you are drafting you are bidding on donuts so you are trying to collect sets of donuts to get points and it's a blind bidding on the donuts and what's really neat is you all you get however many players there are there's i think one more number that you get and so you you put your card down upside down on what number you're bidding on, and only if you are the sole bidder do you get that donut. So the higher value or more um, interesting donut cards often get multiple bids, and if you get multiple bids, nobody gets it. So it's got okay. a really neat spin on it. Okay. Um, and yeah, so it's a really basic. It takes like two minutes to teach the rules, and um, just it's. It's all about silly donuts, and the pictures are adorable, little faces on the donuts. Um, so, super, super cute. I mean, it is, uh, having seen it, have not played it, but yeah, it definitely looks cool. Um, and it's also inexpensive. Um, yes. Looking that up right now. Admittedly, should have been looking it up while you were talking, <laughs> but I was... <laughs> Uh, my my brain was elsewhere. This is another one that's fifteen bucks. This game at fifteen dollars yeah. is outright theft. Um, with the art style, folks, think about it kind of like a donut version of Sushi Go. Not exactly the same, but it's cartoony, bright, light, colorful. The differences the donuts don't like have. I mean, the, they they don't have the same kind of. I mean, they have faces, but it's not the same. But it's close. It's close. If you Similar really like flavor. Sushi Go. You're going to roll with Go Nuts for Donuts. Similar flavor. I see what you did there. Because they're but both I'm about bumped. food. Both <laughs> about food. Um, okay. So that's Go Nuts for Donuts. Um, I'm just going to stick with the... Um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to stick with North Star Games. Mm. And I'm going to talk about Monster Match. Okay. Monster Match is another part of, you know, it, it's a part of a, a whole line called Happy Planet Games from North Star. Basically, the whole point of these games is to make people laugh and smile. Um, and so Monster Match is another game where the bag that the game comes in is like a, a monster. Um, it's seventeen ninety nine. It's a 
it's a card matching and dice game. Basically, the idea is there's cards. You spread them out all over the table. On each monster is a, or on each card is a monster that has a certain number of eyes, arms, or feet. Um, and you roll dice. Um, and for example, if you roll, uh, one die will come up with a three, maybe, and another one will come up with legs. You and everyone at the table is then going to look at the table and try and find the monsters that have three legs. Um, and then you continue. Um, at the end of the game, the game ends when all the cards are picked up, more or less. And then um, whoever has the most donuts, on the, speaking of donuts, on their monster cards that they picked up wins. Um, it's super cheap. It, it's super easy. Um, a a three-year-old could play this game. As long as they can count and identify feet, hands, and eyes, they're good. Um, and, you know, everybody can roll dice, So and everybody loves rolling dice. So this is one of those games that I definitely recommend, um, espe- yep. especially if you have mixed company. Um, I lose regularly to children in this game because, you know, they're just sometimes they're just faster. So don't, mm-hmm. don't let that hold you back. This is meant to be played by all ages. Um, so that's Monster Match. Yep. Again, it's and $17.99. One- one thing too, this also plays up to six players, which is helpful with the family time because you can get a bigger group. Absolutely. Absolutely it does. Mm-hmm. So what else you got for me? Let's see. The next one I want to talk about is Queen Domino. So this is one um, that we really like King Domino around here. And then I think it was actually your copy of the game. We got to sit down and go through Queen Domino. We did. Which is just adds a whole nother layer to the King Domino game. Yep. Um, so that was one that if you like King Domino, but you want something a little deeper, a little more involved, a little more complexity, sure. this is the perfect fit for that. If you want to go to the next step, because sure. there's, it's definitely more complicated. It's definitely more involved um, and adds some interesting new things. They add knights, there's towers. Um, it changes. You, have, you actually have buildings that you can build. Mm-hmm. So, and those have different like powers that it gives you or different perks it gives you. So, yeah. yeah. And King Domino is such a great, um, a great family game for its simplicity. So this is kind of a good stepping stone to something more complicated. And so how about this? Let's just talk about money uh, for mm. a moment. So um, King Domino is like 16 bucks. It's a no brainer. Um, Queen Domino is 23, thir- 22 on the Amazon. Interestingly enough, Queen Domino has all the parts you need to play King Domino. Because all you have to do is take out the special tiles that are mm-hmm. new and unique, and boom, you have King Domino. So really, buy Queen Domino. Um, with that said, there is a giant version that just has bigger pieces, if you just wanted to be that person. Uh, it's a little <laughs> bit more expensive. It's 40 bucks. Um, there is also an expansion, Age of Giants, that is out, and that's 1905. Um it's interesting that the expansion is more expensive than the base game, but that's fine. Um, and it has giants in it. It's just more tiles with giants and different rules. Um, this is one of those games that I absolutely think any everyone needs to at least try this game um, because I think you will be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right, so... Um... Well, so I'll talk about Forbidden Sky. How about that? 
That sounds great. Um, Forbidden Sky is the next installment of the Forbidden series by GameRight. This is a cooperative game. You may recall in the past we have talked about uh, Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert. Um, and, you know, we have been big fans of both of them. Forbid- I, I pondered where they were going to go next. I thought it was going to be Forbidden Mountain is where I thought they were going to go. Or Forbidden Peak or something. But I was going in the right direction. I just wasn't going high enough. Um, so this is Forbidden Sky. It continues the story. Um, in this case, you are pl- fl- um, basically um, creating paths on a floating platform in the sky. Um, and you are actually trying to complete a circuit, which actually happens. Um, and like it's battery operated and it light makes lights and sounds. It's crazy. Um this is a super cool game. Um, it just came out at Gen Con this year. Um, it's available, you know, in, in a wider release right now. Um, this, if you've played Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert and you liked those games, this is a no-brainer. Um, yep. the it is a little pricier, a little bit. It is right now on Amazon at thirty-two thirty. Um, yep. It's listing full retail at thirty-nine ninety-nine, which makes sense because of the more uh, complicated components of it. Yeah. I mean, there's a battery-operated right. rocket. That lights up and makes sound. Now, I'm thinking next, I mean, we got to go Forbidden Stars, right? Because they've got Maybe. a rocket ship that's going to bring people into space. I don't know. For- um, forbidden Moon? Forbidden Moon. I, I think Forbidden Stars feels just like a better name, but who knows? Um, so yeah, and, There's a reason I'm not a game designer. Yeah, listen, I'm not a game <laughs> designer either. Hey, you know what? Here's my suggestion, folks. Um, if you've never played Forbidden Island before, by some weird chance, um, I'm going to look that up. This is, you know, especially if you're looking for a cooperative game. Um, Forbidden Island, um, $18. Uh, comes in a nice tin. Um, mm-hmm. Very simple. Um, I've taught it to very young players um it's a cooperative game i mean and forbidden desert is you know 2333 which is you know a little bit more expensive but for eight, 18 bucks you get forbidden island if you don't have that yet i highly recommend it um and they're obviously going to make more forbidden games because every time they make one people go bananas um what else you got linda so I have a think fun game okay. that is it's not tech, it's technically a one player game. So the think fun puts out a bunch of these of engineering type games. Um, so this one is roller coaster challenge and it is got 60 different challenges and you're basically trying to figure out based on just a few components that you are given at the beginning, how to create a functional roller coaster, rolling a ball down the track. And it's just a really neat um, STEM kind of game because you're engineering it. There are some ways that there are multiple solutions. So you have to come up with what's going to work. It's trial and error. Um, And so it it allows a lot of exploration, a lot of discovery with that. This also won uh, the Toy of the Year. It was a Toy of the Year finalist in 2018. So this is definitely a highly recommended game if you're looking for something a little different. with these think fun games, even though they are listed as one player, it's absolutely something you can get a group together and kind of collaborate on, especially for the harder challenges. Because as you move through the challenge cards, they increase in difficulty. So by yourself, you might be able to do the easy ones, but the challenge ones may require some collaboration to figure out the solution. Okay. 
I mean, so we, we love STEM challenges here. Absolutely. Um, and so this clearly is one, and it's a cool theme too, right? I mean, roller coasters, I mean, who doesn't like building roller coasters? Um, so that is roller coaster challenge. Let's see pricing on this one. I'm doing it right now. Yep. Um, I don't know why, but I forgot the last word in the game. It's silly because it's challenge. I'm not sure what's going on with me. Um, so this is about $30, but that doesn't really surprise me. There's a lot of really cool pieces on this. I think Fun isn't exactly known for cheap stuff. Uh, but this is a cool game with a lot of really neat um, you know, plastic bits. So doesn't necessarily surprise me. But yeah, I mean, it's about 30 bucks. This is, if you, if you got a kid that really loves puzzles... This mm-hmm. is going to be right up their alley. Yep. Anyone that likes those engineering kind of activities, this is absolutely perfect absolutely. for them. Absolutely. And for the homeschoolers out there, I mean, there are we do know that there's some homeschoolers that listen to our stuff. Um, you know, you need. I know a lot of y'all uh, use board games and puzzles like this to help reinforce learning, etc. This is certainly one that could find plenty of uses. Um, so definitely take a look at that. Um. Let's see here. You want so, me to talk about it? Go ahead. No, what, what, what do you, go ahead. What do you got next? I was, I was going to hit up, I was going to go next to Azul. Sure. Let's do it. So, Azul is probably the biggest game of the year, right? It um, is. This is, this is one that is on both of our wish lists. Um, it is amazing looking one that we have not gotten hands on yet, but I have a feeling before the end of the year that will be resolved. Um, so Azul is an abstract game and it won this year's Spiel des Jahres, so the 2018. And basically what you're trying to do is you are creating a, a tile wall. And so there's different tiles. There's a bunch of rules about what you can pick up and how you can place it. Um, and just going through the rules when I was trying to become familiar, it, there's a lot of rules, but they're very easy to understand. And it's, it, seemed very natural like so you're picking up like the same kind of pattern and you can only fill in this line and so it it, it's one that's intuitive it's not these abstract things that don't make sense and you're trying to complete your column or your row on your wall and be the first one to finish that portion of it and um but there's all you know different scoring it is another beautiful game the tiles have all different designs on them and they're all very beautiful um, and this is just one that has everybody in the gaming world has been raving about since it was published. Oh my God. If you I mean, are, I think we might be the only <laughs> board gaming blog that does not have six articles about Azul on it. Um, and <laughs> let me be, let's be real. Um, we're fixing that because somebody's buying this game for Christmas and we're, then we're going to have our six articles about Azul. That's just how it's going to work. I mean, we, right. we've been, we've been, uh, we've been behind, but it's been a rough year. Um, but yeah, Azul <laughs> definitely, uh, on the list. Um, I mean, it won the Spiel des Jahres. It is, I mean, this is, this is a, I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's for no reason. It really shouldn't be this good looking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so pretty. And the retail price on it, the right now on Amazon, it's just under $40. It's around $38 and change. And so, I mean, you know, again, nothing that's going to break the bank. Um, definitely something that's, you know, great on the gift list. Um, and abstract strategy games, there's definitely people that prefer that style game. So this yeah. is a good fit for that. Absolutely. So um, let's talk about Ice Cool a little bit. Because there's a, we've talked about Ice Cool before. It's a flicking game. You are penguins 
flying around a, a, a school. Um, High School 2 is a sequel to that. It's just more of the same. There's some extra rules. There's some... But it, it is... If you really like High School, buy High School 2, because then you can play more of it. And with more maps that are more varied, etc. More trick shots, all sorts of other shenanigans. So... That's the easy one. It's ice cool. That's too. the short one. Yep. Yeah, it's the short one. It's just And if you have ice cool and you combine it, you can get up to eight players. And you bet. it's hard to find a game with eight players. Oh, absolutely. So that's a nice little perk with that one. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so um what do you got next, Linda? I think the last thing, I think there's only one left on yep. our list, and that is Rhino Hero Super Battle. Yep. So this is the sequel to Rhino Hero. This is by Haba Games, and they are known for making just wonderful um, games for, for children and families. And so this is a dexterity game, and you're using the cards, the heavy-duty cards, and you're actually building t- a tower with the card. And even though this is a, a tower-building game, it is actually rated 5 and up. It's recommended 5 and up. I can't see this really scaling down too much because of the fine motor skills. But it is absolutely adorable. They have superheroes called Giraffe Boy, Biggie, and Backwin. And so you're trying to go through. There's spider monkey battles. Um, you're building. You're you know, dealing with spider monkey attacks. You're trying to climb the skyscraper with your, your uh, super rhino, your rhino hero guy. And it, just super cute going through a real fun addition to the game collection for the young ones. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Rhino Hero just in general back, and mm-hmm. that dates back to the early days of the podcast when Professor, when the Professor would bring mm-hmm. it up a lot. Um, Rhino Hero is a great game that can be played among kids and adults, um, and this is just more of that game in that there's some additional rules. There's bigger, it's bigger. There's more stuff to do, uh, but it's still rad because you know you're. You're a super rhino. I mean, who doesn't love that, right? Super cute, yes. And it's this makes it more challenging. Not all the pieces are the exact same size. Um, in the original one, all the cards are the same size, so it makes it a little bit easier. This definitely adds a level of complexity because the cards are, are different. You have yeah. tall walls and short walls, and so it really does add some challenge to it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree yeah. with you and can't wait to uh, get my hands on it. So absolutely, yep. So, so that's that our one, gift guide. Yeah, I mean, we've covered a lot of bases here. We got a STEM game. We got some, you know, an abstract game. We got some cooperative games. We got some goofy, funky chicken action. Um, I'm it's sure like the writer was trying to, to do a diversity of fun. games for different preferences. It's, yeah, it's like it's like you did a good job. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> um, so the here's what I would say though: we didn't hit everything. I'm sure there no. are some games that came out that maybe we forgot about. So please. Um, leave a comment um, at, or you know send us a message. Let us know. We can we can adjust some of this. Maybe talk about some of your board game gift ideas in the Facebook community. That's engagefamilygaming.com slash community. Um, but this has been our holiday gift guide episode for board games for 2018. It's been quite a year. How crazy is it that it is almost November already? I can't believe it. Like, it's <laughs> coming October. too fast. It's October 22nd, today. It is. I just... It is. I, I just don't even know what to do with my life. My life. Um, but, um, so, I hope you guys are having a great year so far. 
It's almost over. It's almost the holidays, which is terrifying. As soon as I started writing holiday gift guide, like when I type that into WordPress, like immediately I get kind of depressed. Like, oh my gosh, the year's almost over. But um, this means that a lot of people are going to find, are hopefully going to use our guides and find some really great games to play with their family. Um, so folks, we'll be, I will be back next week um, with uh, Tila to talk about some video game stuff. Um, lots of things have happened. We've got a new Intellivision console to talk about. Um, uh, a whole bunch of video games are happening. I've been playing Guacamelee for a very long time. Linda, Guacamelee is so absurd. It's a game you would absolutely hate. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just totally hey, throwing it fair. out there. I'm just, that's fair. It's just, it's so dumb. Um, it, but for sake of telling you, it's a, it's a Metroidvania style exploration action combat game where you play a Mexican wrestler, um, and you can switch between the, the world of the living and the world of the dead. Okay. Jump. And one of your powers is that you can transform into a chicken. Um, (laughs) it's that absurd. I'm like, and that's not even the most absurd thing that happens. Um, This game is just crazy. I love the first one, got the second one, super happy with it. We're going to talk more about that next week. Um, So, um, and then after that, we got another board game episode, um, and we're going to talk about Essen, because we're going to do our homework. We're going to find out which of these thousands of games are actually going to make it over to the United States. And maybe by then we'll have Fireball Island, so we can talk about it by then. That'd be crazy. That would be there amazing. There will come an episode. Here. There will come an episode where you, because you, me, and Rob all went all in on Fireball <laughs> Island. So <laughs> all three of us are going to have these games. What I feel like we need to do is we need to get together and bring our boxes. You know what I mean? Like just bring mm-hmm. the whole thing and like stack them near each other. Like I think that's too perfect of a picture to not take. Um. So, yeah, we got lots of stuff coming up, folks. Um, so I appreciate your patience. The podcast has obviously been a little, you know, inconsistent. We are going to be getting it back on track and more consistent now that I am back and working um, because we have no choice. It was all too easy to punt when I had nothing but time. But now I don't got a lot of time. So thank you very much for listening. This has been episode 153. Can you believe it? We've been doing this for that long. Um, wow. And like I said, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Uh, We will see you next week. And do not forget, please do not forget, not even a little bit, don't forget to get your family game on. See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye. We did the thing. We did the thing. Yay. Thank you for listening to Engage, a family gaming podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week.